0: What up, what up? I'm Adrian Young. I'm Ali Shaheed Muhammad. And we are The Midnight Hour. And you are listening to Mega Late Show. Skirt. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's youngin' up in here. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: We gotta get that demographic. Let me see. I just gotta check to see what episode number is this. Uh, yes. <laughs> Welcome back to the Grove of Theoretical Gates. <laughs> oh Welcome back to the Grove of Theoretical Gates. I am your spiritual guidance counselor. Grand Mega Flowers. I shouldn't come in like that. No, no I a, like that. No. That's good, should no. it be like a <laughs> strip club? <laughs> <Flowers>. <laughs> yeah, I like you know Grand Mega Flowers. Yeah. Should it should be like a strip club. <laughs> Welcome back to the strip club of ontological anarchy. I am your <laughs> spiritual guide, or I'm your I'm, I'm your stripping <laughs> host, no. uh, Mega Mega the Stallion. Mega Stallion. Mega Stallion. No, I like Meg the Stallion, but uh, Mega yeah. Mega the Stallion. Mega the ah, Stallion. Anyway, I got it. all right, yo, um, word. We were just having some conversations about a lot of things uh, for about 18 minutes, but now we're about to get into the regular episode. I am Mega, and this is the Mega Late Show, episode number 106. Let me turn some music up. And today, um, well, yeah, today I'm joined by a co host, uh, the 3D God himself, Keen Joaquin. Uh, what's up, Keen? Peace. How you doing, man? I'm all right. Good.
2: Not much to say, but I'm alright.
1: Yeah, I, I need you to say a lot of stuff today, though, since I got you on the co-host seat. Uh, Late was supposed to be here, but had to postpone. I am Jesse was supposed to be here, but had to postpone. But um, everything is going well. I'm call,
2: calling everybody out
1: for postponing. I you know, it's there's nothing, there's nothing. I, I don't feel a type of way about it. I don't. But I'm glad you noticed. Are you sure? I, yeah, yeah. Are you no, sure? No, I don't. I definitely don't feel the type of way about it. I was a little, I was a little discouraged because, like, I told Jesse, oh, late's coming, so you don't gotta really come if you don't have to come. But then late postponed, so then I lost Jesse. And one of the reasons I really wanted Jesse here is because we have two artists who are trying to make their way through Tokyo, and Jesse is a person who has been working with artists for a long time. And I actually met both of you at one of yeah, his sure. um, gallery, one of the events he organized there, or gallery uh, exhibition. I think was what we would call it. Yep. I met both of you there, and so because he has such experience within booking big artists to come out here and things of that nature, I thought his insight would be tremendously useful for the type of conversations that I wanted to have today. Why don't I have both of you introduce yourselves, cool. Eric?
3: Yeah, Eric, uh, Eric Diot. Um, I am one from more Toronto. time, Eric. Eric Diot at uh, Eric Diot at Instagram. Um, Yeah, I'm from Toronto, just moved out to Tokyo in January, so I'm still trying to get my feet wet, just to see what's up. Um,
1: And what is it that you do?
3: I'm an illustrator, so working digitally with paint, Uh, started off freelance illustrating in Toronto, working for magazines and Uh newspapers, and then just kind of took a hiatus, working in kitchens and stuff, trying to make that money, and then just, I said, fuck it, and just moved out here tight so,
0: yeah <laughs> long way uh how's it how's it going guys so my name is i i'm working by the name of rionko. Uh instagram is rionko art it's r-y-o-n-g-k-o-a-r-t so i'm originally from korea uh i spent a little time in los angeles and san francisco and now i'm in tokyo it's been like how many years eight years eight years long time yeah Ooh. i went to art schools and Normally, I do uh, murals for restaurants or bars or clubs and digital art, fine art, basically everything what I can do. Tight.
1: Yeah. So uh, today, I'm just hoping to have like a conversation about art and living out here and trying to get your stuff out and thoughts about general art and shit like that. Mm. Did you guys? So we all met at the... uh, I want to change the music up, guys. This is kind of like... Shout out to olive oil, but I need some different energy. (laughs) I mean, let's, let's try this. All right, DJ Spinner. Shout out to DJ Spinner, guest of the show. You know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) I swear I try to pat myself on the back or name drop as as much as possible. It's a corny thing to do sometimes, but uh, the show that we all met at was at um, Anthony Lister, Mm -hmm. the Anthony Lister uh, exhibition, which I forget the name of. Is the flyer over there, Keen? What was the name of that shit? Oh, there it is. I forget what he called it, but it was at what the Megumi Mm -hmm. Ozuma.
0: Yeah, the Megumi... Rude rude Words.
1: Ah, there we go. Yeah, Rude Words um, with Anthony Lister and Brian Leo. And that shit was at the um, Megumi Ogita Gallery in Ginza, right? And I had heard of Lister uh, several years ago... Um, I forget from where, but you know, he, he's a phenomenal artist. Did you guys hear about what happened to that fool?
3: Yeah, I thought I didn't know if you we were gonna touch on that, but uh I don't yeah, mind
1: touching on yeah, it. That's yeah, not my homie I and mean, shit. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm I'm out of that shit. What happened? Oh of course. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Well first first when he was out here, he got caught writing. He got caught writing graffiti and he got put in jail for a couple of days. But, you know, that's to me that's dope. It's like, you know, like graffiti is, is if you're a graffiti artist then That's what you should be doing, and I respect it. Go ahead, vandalize, whatever. I, I know it's contentious for people who are like, Oh, but it's somebody's property, I don't care, all right. But, but he, he got he caught, made that should look
2: good though. So, nah, I mean,
1: you know, if you're not a toy, then like, you know, whatever, you know, some, some, some not all graffiti is, is equal, you know. But he was dope, and his piece looked dope. But he got caught, and he went to jail, he took his bumps, and then he went home. But recently. This full and I just saw the article. Maybe I should bring up the article, right? This full. I'm gonna find the conversation because I sent it to Keen soon as I soon as I got it. Well, I sent it to Keen right after I sent it to to yeah, I am Jesse. That shit was
3: shocking. I sent it to Jesse too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: It says street artist Anthony Lister charged with raping four women and tattooing without consent. Yo. What? That is some <laughs> real piece of shit type. Now. Uh, I, yeah. the court of public Alleged, opinion allegedly allegedly now i always err on the side of women in these type of things because i mm-hmm. think that's the proper thing to do now hopefully real justice comes to light and all the facts come into play mm-hmm. and if he is guilty of this shit then he gets a lot of jail time and if he's not i hope that he is somehow vindicated but that headline is crazy man
3: Just well, for the when, we were, when we we're at the show somebody had come up to me and told me like rumors about mm. that going on so i googled it couldn't find anything mm. so that was, shit was already floating around somebody oh, knew wow. something blah 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 month later
0: this comes out i'm like Whoa. well okay
2: wow. wow so you heard it at the show before the yeah yeah so-
0: because oh, actually sure. I, like that that night we were we were expecting to see like that night like after yeah. the show like mm-hmm. we, were, we were actually like, thinking of like talking about like some stuff in um, did he not show up that no. night? No, I, I, I saw, no, I saw he was... him. He did? Yeah, he was talking Must to Jesse late. for a bit.
3: Okay. Oh, okay. Um, but he w- he didn't stay long. He like popped in and out.
1: Was that before we went to the after party spot? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Oh, I thought he was going to come and back. And he was trying to link up with us, but then it didn't happen. Sure. But yeah, Okay. I guess I missed that part, but...
1: I heard some, you know, um, shout out to to one of the homies, the graph writer homies out here who's really in touch with like the graph community and he he's just a... He's well informed, but he was like, yo, this fool is a bit of a goofy man. Be careful because he's a bit of a fucking goofy. That that dude's kind of a cornball. And, you know, I also heard that, like, the guy does, like, crack or meth, one of these type of drugs, and that he seems to be spun out even when he was out here. So sounds like a bit of a fucking goofy.
3: Yeah, you look kind of out when I saw him. <laughs> yeah,
1: I got good radar for that shit. So if I would have seen him, I would be like, oh, that's... You remember we saw all meth yep, addict, nope. homie? I was like, I got good radar for meth because I used to do some community outreach work back in the Bay Area. Right. And I knew a hella homeless people. And some of those fools were, you know, uh, drug addicts. Yeah, Fuck. I never
2: dealt with meth. But that night, I was like, what's up with this dude? You like, could shit. tell when someone's on some shit. That fool's on meth.
1: I know that personality type, man. Uh, like... So friendly, yeah. But but okay, man. Shit. Shout out to um uh to the women for coming forward. Hopefully justice is Mm -hmm. is served. Or if not, you know, like hopefully the truth comes out. That's what I
0: wanted to say. But
1: but yeah. So we met at that notorious gallery. (laughs) Yeah. mm
0: -mm. The art was good. (laughs) I mean, the art was good. The
1: art was good. And actually, we went. Keen and I uh, earlier that night. Mm. We went to go check out. um, Twist. Twist. Uh, Barry McGee's exhibit in Rapungi and that fool McGee. Yeah. yeah that fool yeah. is just fool, the yeah. god yeah. I feel like if there was like a Mount Rushmore of graffiti arguably somebody could probably try to put him on that shit yeah. just because he's amazing and that was dope but it, it, it occurred to me that like there's all these art galleries and all this art going on in Tokyo but it's a little bit difficult to you know, figure out where the fuck they're going on. Mm. Like in your experience out here, can can you uh, have you guys been up in art galleries? Like, what is I mean, eight years versus eight two, weeks? Two you know yeah, what yeah, I yeah. mean? So, <laughs> so like, what do you guys think about the art? I guess to make it more general, what do you guys think about the art scene out here? Maybe you want to to start, Jay, since you've been out here for a while.
0: Um, well, the um, it's definitely unique. It's it's not Asian, it's not European or American. It's definitely something that only had Japan has. The art scene, especially like what what I felt personally was, is very divided, as art has been, how can I say this? Um, accepted as a very expensive hobby, and also in the same time as a, a subculture, which mm. is easily. The things you can see at the galleries, like high high end galleries, like pieces like uh, cost like twenty five thousand dollars for a uh, piece, yeah. or that you can just buy for like twenty dollars. Right. And if if you're trying to survive as an artist, you have to choose which side. You can't really survive in both sides. Mm. That's what I really felt like feel like by my experience. So
1: you have to either go for high art or that it go is. for. Product, uh, producing and a lot of art. Yes,
0: and the funny thing is, like, either way you choose, you need connections. Like, Japanese culture, I think it's more like strictly Japanese culture. It's that you must have connections with someone to actually show your art and present something, either if that's like a small bar or a club or even a high end gallery in Ginza, sure. somewhere any any places you can't just like oh i have an art piece and i want to do something you, you can't just do it by yourself mm. which is really different from the western or even called call it like korea that's
1: can you go into a little bit more about like the difference between the way that the scene appears in korea which is where you're from
0: yeah um so korea hey, well yo, I, I told you this before okay.
1: but your english accent is so <laughs> damn fucking proper for for being like not not from an english-speaking country isn't it? Keen, tri- I'm not tripping, right, yeah, yeah. guys? No, I, mean, I, I no, thought you were like a, an
2: a
0: American me cat. When I heard thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I, yeah,
1: I did think you
2: were from like L.A. or some shit. Um, I, I did spend
0: some time in L.A., in San Francisco, California. But I uh, basically, this is all from the hip-hop culture I learned when I was kid, okay. so, uh,
1: Tight. But what was
0: king. Okay. But okay, so back to the Korean art scene. Um, Well, Korean art scene, um, what specifically what I'm like talking about is the uh, street culture street arts and because I have no idea about other things else um, is it has been developing by through like 15 20 years now okay and the base was very weak um, because there was no luxury for spending a dollar a dime for art in any form in Korean culture during the past uh, decades and now they're trying to like build a new surface, and it's is this re- like a yeah. youth, a youth culture yes. thing? Though? Yeah, right now it's uh, it's based on figures or sneakers or fashion. Everything is like been all connected in one to, uh, one dot, dot dot by dot, and it, it this is also something different by Korean and Japan. What I thought was Koreans are more outgoing. In, in the easy way like we we really try hard to like show and ex, like expose ourselves to the out different cultures
1: i've heard that about uh people comparing japan to korea in terms of how open they are to other things yeah so there's like more diverse uh food out there like you can get more like american food culture and it's not so much like a, here they kind of make things a little bit more uh, japanese japanese centric like japanese gastrocentric where whereas over there it's like no you get like some real legit like southern barbecue 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 uh, <laughs> southern barbecue if you want so that's that's i guess that's pretty dope there yeah
0: um so i think i think there's always the both side of it because um when when you try to e- explore something and uh, not exploring but um accept some cultures from the outside and adapting it for Koreans we adapt it and make it bigger and expose it out mm. but in the same time we lose our own things
1: oh okay like a cultural identity yes. identity, identity. That, that, there oh, okay. is
0: and which in the other way Japanese are really good at japanizing things you know anything sure. they accept it like it's some some point in somewhere there's like something japanese in like just uh, like you sure. said like, I behold that yeah, I yeah, agree yeah. With so that. Yeah. it's so I always think about like oh well maybe with Korean culture in Japan Japanese culture like a mixed half that would be perfect
3: mm. so. <laughs>
1: what about you Erica like you've only been here for two months like what do you kind of what have you noticed about the the art community out here so far
3: well it's like what Jay was saying earlier it's about the connections like I've been spending most of my time trying to meet people getting put up uh i was lucky enough to meet jesse and then through him just kind of he brought me out to that show i met you guys so it's just kind of but sometimes i'm getting like a little impatient because it's not the shows aren't coming but i know i just got to do the work and then it'll come so yeah it is still so early for me to tell but uh i do i was drawn to tokyo because it's it's truly global and the hustle here is like nowhere else i haven't been many places but like I don't know it's just like magnetic to me and the energy here sure. is like what i came out here for so yeah just gotta how
1: about you keen keen you've been in and out of the country for several years now and keen keen is also an artist for those that don't know he he's uh incredible like i met him and uh like at at uh a hip-hop show because he and Con- i both contact, share, right? yeah. um yeah at contact for a low-end show and we both share the same underground west coast sensibilities but keen has actually been and like working as art and creating and working in all different types of mediums for your whole life, essentially. And so you've been out here trying to not not so much with your illustration, but in with other other aspects well, of it. it right. It's,
2: it's similar to what Eric's going through. When I first came out here, it's like, how come things aren't happening sooner? And what Jay was saying, it's all about context. The more people you know, the better off you'll be. Um, and you're in a, in a great situation right now because you met Jay, you met Jesse, mm-hmm. Mega Late Show. Like I didn't, eat, I, I didn't meet Mega until like maybe a year till I was here. And then my network started expanding. So you're on the right path. I would just say be patient because that was yeah. my problem. I'm like, fuck, how come it's not, it's not happening? Like yeah. I know all these people. Why aren't the pieces falling into place? But it's just patience, man. You just got to. Just be patient. Just be
1: patient, yeah. What is, like, you were talking a little bit about what kind of brought you here. Like, what is it yeah. about Tokyo that inspired you to come here, or how does it inspire your art? All, all of you, I suppose. And, and wait wait a second. I see both of you have an ear off. Is that because the music is too loud, or? No. No, it's no? Just, just swag, man. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. Just making sure, you know. All right. Yeah, my bad. I, I Hold on. I'm about to do it, too. I just put one over my eye. Yeah, it does feel more comfortable right, yeah. with just one. You know, I I just it's it's <laughs> unnatural if you're not used to the the podcast. Sure. Because there is a little bit of a delay on your voice, right? Okay. Right. Just check. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but to go back, what is it? What is it about Tokyo that kind of brought you guys out here? And how does it inspire your art? very
0: carefully
1: made. Anybody?
3: Yeah, I mean, like like I was saying earlier, just the. The hustle out here is insane, and uh, back it's home kind of uh, in Toronto, I'm from Toronto. I got a little too comfortable in the scene, just like I wasn't hyper successful, but also like just felt chilled. And I, I don't like being comfortable like that. And I feel like here pushes me because if I don't make it work, I'm gonna be eaten alive. And like mm-hmm. Tokyo doesn't care about me. You know, like yeah. I just you have to like push yourself. So that kind of energy is like so fascinating to me and fuck i might go home and regret it be like in debt but at least i tried it yeah. kind of thing so in my mind if it, if i can make it here i can do it anywhere kind of thing back so. in
1: canada like when you buy is it a dozen of eggs yeah. when you buy eggs yeah. 12 eggs yeah none
3: you, of that four in a pack yeah shit. you guys
1: realize like the joint i thought i was buying a dozen <laughs> eggs all the time, but it's actually ten eggs in there, guys. Where? What direction did
2: you just go in right now? Yeah, yeah. i'm curious. the fuck
1: <laughs> is this going? I, you know, this is the second time it's come up on the. I, it, I've it been kind waiting to ask mind. a Canadian yeah, about this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, like I'm doing a little bit of an ethnographic study. It's like at the end of the year, I'll publish my results about like how many people are surprised by the fact that dozens of eggs don't exist out here. It's a. Well, what would ten be? It's a, 10, deca, right? a deca? A yeah. deca? Uh, I don't know.
0: Just plus two, Tens. man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Okay. Well, thanks for sharing, Eric. <laughs> I promise. You guys didn't know it was ten eggs, did you? No, okay. I didn't, fuck yeah, it. I'm not gonna arc. go on about the egg shit anymore. But we'll, yo, we'll
2: continue with Jay.
0: Okay, Jay. <laughs> okay.
1: You've been out here for eight years.
0: Yeah, eight years. No, solid okay. eight years. Um, me
1: too. I think. Yeah, something like that. It was not it Tokyo.
0: Was twelve, twelve. Uh, twenty twelve. Sorry. So. Um, but in, in my case, it wasn't really for like any struggles or like finding my own path because um, the first time I it actually goes back to the time when I went to L.A. for studying because I was an exchangement student. in the first time I went to um, Woodbury University, it's a Burbank it's specifically for animations or other few related majors. And I got a little bored about that. And one of my friends, she was actually Japanese. And I had the funny thing was like when I just moved to L.A., I already knew a little Japanese, but I was surrounded with Japanese kids at that time, like Mm. seven Japanese kids, and I knew how to speak English. So learning English wasn't not not really on my page. So I was practicing my Japanese all the time. And that's that's the uh, actual time my Japanese got better.
1: Oh shit. That's
0: yeah, it's kinda twisted. You were trying to hook up with <laughs> Japanese
1: girls? You're like, yeah, Yo, no, no, I'll no, no no no, hey. no, 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 that
0: that's that's out of the context. Okay. <laughs> okay. But um yeah, after that, um one of my friends, uh, the closest friends, she she mentioned that she was gonna transfer to San Francisco to art academy university for uh, majoring architectures. Hmm. And I saw the brochure and the fine art curriculum was just like exquisite like um, i yeah. got hooked up so like that's I, that was the moment i just like moved okay I'm, I'm following you i'm going yeah i'm gonna just study fine art i'm done with animations and I, I spent another year and a half in san francisco and at that time i i wasn't really really like financially supported from my family so i had to you know do you know part-time jobs. so blah,
1: blah, blah. yay in the bay yay <laughs> yeah I in san know francisco vibe. man yeah yeah
0: <laughs> but um actually i was uh delivering uh, fried chickens at that time oh shit yeah that was for it the was culture yeah it was <laughs> one of the w- it was one of the best korean fried chicken at that time but um and also serving frozen yogurts and mm. I'm, I'm not sure if, if this is okay to actually mention
1: uh, anything is okay here okay
0: so um yeah i, I didn't but apparently that was illegal because... Oh, word. Yeah, because, like, I was an F-1 visa, which means I'm not... I wasn't allowed to do any part-time jobs. Oh ah, okay. Yeah, and I got caught somehow, and I got deported. Oh, no and shit. Yeah, that's how... That's that's why I went back to Korea, and that time, I was just like, oh, fuck this, and like, da-da-da-da, and then I don't want to do anything, what should I do?
1: So did you not get a degree in no, fine art?
0: No, no. They oh, actually... Okay. um gave me a chance to come back by taking two more online courses and blah, blah, blah. And if you come back, we'll just let you continue the uh, credits and blah, like the, actually, okay. So this is, that that was the first time I actually experienced um, racism in that time
1: go on
0: okay it's getting a little bit interested i guess
1: it's a little bit of a morbid curiosity that i have when i want to hear about i know i
0: I wasn't really expecting like myself like telling you guys this story but um the the lady at the student office at that time for the international department was a white lady and when when she was when she called me out called me into the office and telling me about what i was doing wrong and what should i do she was she was, she was polite but um the tone of how she expressed that context was like okay so you are a poor asian kid who's tr- trying to struggle in like studying in the states and overviewing this records you might have be able to have we can i think we can give you another chance so why don't you go back and reevaluate your visa and come back and we will give you another chance to continue studying.
1: But you knew the vibes. You could read I, Yeah,
0: you. I got the vibes. Because like it's hard, I it's something. It's hard I've to been, explain
1: it, but like you know what is happening, right? Yeah, it's like, oh so this is what they're uh, <laughs> talking about. Have you ever been have you ever been to Hawaii, <laughs> Eric? I
3: have not.
1: No. Okay. Sometimes <laughs> white I, I hear of a lot of white folks that go to Hawaii and then like Oh <laughs> this
0: is what they mean by racism. Well, I felt that shit in, Here. in Japan, oh, yeah. Yeah, of it's just yeah. like in in a reverse version, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, so like that's that's yeah, how I went back to Korea and, But um, but
1: you never you never finished getting the uh, fine arts degree?
0: Uh sadly no. No? no. How
1: about how about you, Eric? Do you have a degree in art?
3: So this is also a long story, but I'll try to make it short. So I went to school. Uh, there's a school in near Toronto called Sheridan College, has one of the best uh, animation programs in maybe North America, and so I went there. It's like really hard to get into, so I applied. You do the portfolio thing. I didn't make it, so I went into they they offer you like a backup plan, Art Fundamentals, basic art course. Did that one year, and through my time there, I would I got to know some animation kids, and I, I'm looking at the stuff they're doing. I'm just like. No, this is this is a robot work. Like it looks so soul sucking, and so the other course that they offered it was a bachelor program in a college, and then the other bachelor program that they offered was illustration. And I w- I met illustrators, and I'm like, holy fuck, this is this is my jam. Like this is there's cool. a
1: there's a difference. Like one is a creative type of work, and the other one yeah, is yeah, so it's an assembly line. That yeah, work, exactly,
3: right? exactly. Uh, so illustration is like you're taking there's concept there's more concept to it. it's it's like a it's a 2d image but there's like meaning behind it It has to portray some kind of message especially in i i went down the interpretive stream which is more a design to do to work for like magazines so you get i a lot of my job briefs i get sent an article and then i have to Mm. like read it and then send them like five ideas that kind of sum up the article Right. So oftentimes you look at magazines and you just like, oh, there's an illustration. Well, that, that's what I was doing. Oh. Right. So I uh, did that for like seven years right out of school. And it was freelance work. So I didn't really like it was unstable, to say the least. Right. So well,
1: in, in this type of in this type of um, art form, basically, you're usually always going to be freelance and shit like. Yeah. With what yeah. you guys really yeah, want to yeah, do. Yeah, the goal sure. is to be freelance and just kind of find. Mm ways to make money here and there yeah
3: yeah well like so it made me real i started so after that i had to take a part-time job cooking and i always fried wanted,
1: chicken for a korean restaurant uh,
3: it, I, it was it was ribs ri- oh. chicken and ribs so kind of the similar. culture yeah over uh over some wood fire um but uh that kind of just like swallowed up my it became a part it was a part-time became full-time and i just didn't do art for like a year mm. i was like felt so oh man i feel you empty inside and that was up up until very recently up until december before i came out here and yeah that's why i'm like out here just kind of resetting myself tight doing the work i've laid down the the network a little web of a network and uh, now it's just about getting to work
1: i mean you know i'm not an artist uh when it comes to illustrating or anything like mm-hmm. that, I can't draw for shit anymore. I used to do a little graffiti, but much different, right? Wh- what yeah. is the product? Like what, what, like, how do you try to find work out here? Like, what do you what do you guys do? Are you guys just like, yo, I'll, let me draw something for you, or do you have <laughs> oh, to? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I know basically. what Keen does. Like, Keen, Keen is he he's he designs and illustrates, and he can create shirts or uh, different type of like artistic mediums, like with acrylic, he does acrylic work and things of that nature. But like for you two, how do you guys are you guys trying to like? get in with an art gallery and get paid by selling your artwork or are you just like let me design a shirt for this line of clothing like what what is the product Uh, is that the wrong way to put
2: that
3: shirt no 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 I understand what you're talking about yeah
1: yeah. I mean because
2: we all just want to do art and be creative but there's not a whole lot of money in that unless like what jay was talking about you're on the higher end of the spectrum right
1: and that's some it's, real bougie shit right like oh, you yeah. gotta yeah. you mm-hmm. probably have to have the degree and then people like to patch it doesn't really matter you just it's, have to have a really bullshit
2: explanation of it's, it's, how you made this yeah, piece yeah, yeah. of artwork oh, art oh, that's that's for for
0: twisted part of the art scene yeah. Yeah. mix some blood in there you know what i mean like
3: jay was saying is like it's like high end like a thousands of dollars or some shit you're gonna see at a coffee shop right yeah But the thing is like that work sometimes is the same quality right it's just well, about worse or worse you know what i mean like some fine art stuff i see is like i just get angry yeah but like, i gotta check myself sometimes I've you know seen it's this, like <laughs> i just i look at him like what the
0: fuck i've man, seen this piece that um, we can um, the talk the ship- about this whole night man <laughs> I,
1: I would love to like you know like it, it's it's outside of my wheelhouse so to speak and you know i've had conversations with Keenan. and um, Keen is really inspirational to me because this fool is just like, no, like I'm just out here like selling my art and like finding ways to, to maneuver. And I'm just like, you, you're not teaching English or selling ass or delivering chicken. Like, not, you're just doing artwork. Not yet. Getting close to not selling yet. ass. It's getting close. It's it's a you're a market You're, you're, good, dog. you're, you're still a a fine good part. <laughs> Keen's like, like over six feet, handsome. You could really sell <laughs> some <laughs> dick out here. <laughs> these women need it i'm just kidding it it, it has crossed my mind (laughs)
2: yeah uh no like when i first came out here i was trying to you know slang the acrylic slang you know my art um but then i started realizing like i have to figure something else out that's why i started doing more like you know keychains or started doing more screen printing like things that could you you can actually sell as a product uh, because we don't want to, I mean, at least for me, I don't want to think of my art as a product. But if you don't Monetize think that it. way, yeah, yeah then, then it's going to be rough. It's going to be yeah, rough. You,
3: you yeah. have to. Yeah. Uh, like for me, the illustration it was I was working for somebody. You know, I was doing their idea, their article. It was always their idea, their choice of the five roughs I sent but now i've like switched into i've had a a lot of talks with some more successful artist friends and they're just like honestly i didn't start getting a lot of work until i until i started making the work i wanted to do Hmm. so that'll take time for me to like get clout and people to come to me but i'm just focusing now on making things that i want to make things that make Mm. make me happy rather than like trying to build a portfolio to get a specific job I'm going to make the w- cuz that's the purest form of yourself and your expression is if you're just doing stuff that makes you happy. I might regret that in a little bit Well, I it know, depends it, on it, what it, you want
1: to
2: do. Yeah. yeah.
3: It's yeah. So. What
1: about you, Jay? I mean, you've been out here for 8 years. Have you just primarily been working as an artist? Uh no.
0: No, definitely not. Because um well, actually this this what what Eric said would definitely links up with what I mentioned on the um, DM, what I sent it on our group chat, like that I had epiphany wow. was um, by doing what I really want to and does not really like goes through being successful. Like it doesn't really links up every time because it's what, what I like cannot be something like everyone likes. Sure. And um, especially when you try to like productize that and sell that as a product to, and make a profit, it, it just gets it harder So mm-hmm. um, What what I did was Just Literally busting my ass off I worked as a manager In a restaurant I did uh, I, I also taught English In well, Korean Japanese I did Sex work I don't that, know That I'm was <laughs> oh, My bad I'm just trying to really light, pushing it <laughs> No you know, I was like, like Wait did I? <laughs> <laughs> okay (laughs) but um yeah so basically um i think this is not just for me but most of the artists like not just for like art art like painting artists but any form of artists will be going through the same struggle Mm. and by doing something creative like what they want to do is it's just going to be a hard time and like by living their lives it's Uh, oh
1: <laughs> oh, uh, you see, you guys can hear because you have the ear side of the headphones off. I, I didn't hear I that didn't at, hear. at all. Yeah. <laughs> yes, my daughter is back. Um, Sorry about that, but no um, worries.
0: Yeah. Um, and in in my case, um, I still, but in some point, I I still tried to do something related to art, but I didn't really try to like capture myself at in the forms. So that became to be uh, T-shirt designs or album jackets for artists or anything like um, sign designs or logos. And that's actually that's why that's how I ended up doing murals for restaurants and anything. And honestly, the, the reason I picked up murals was because it's the most profitable work.
1: But there's also still an element of your own creativity to be expressed there, not just some mindless, let me Because, yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, because um, whenever a uh, client asks me to do a mural, like, there are some specific um, orders. Like, they want this kind of style or this. They have ideas. Yeah, but they basically, they have no idea. So, it's just like, do whatever I want to do. And if they like it, it's done. And when it's done, they can't really redo it. So, it's like, fuck it. Right. And I'm done, so pay me. Right, right. Yeah. (laughs) basically that's that's how it's done so in so when whenever i do that one mural uh for example about um how, how big is that uh is it, is it okay for meters like yeah
1: we can figure that out yeah i'm, like, I'm good with meters now I'm yeah straight with meters now i'm Ten all right
0: 10 meters by four meters like like okay yeah yeah that size it could it could feed me about like three months or four months
1: oh shit so. that's pretty tight
0: yeah. And I I do what what a the the good part of what I think for my own is I I'm pretty quick-handed. So I finished those kind of big big scale murals in like 4 days. Just by like using brushes. That's
1: pretty good pay for 4 days worth of work. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Shit. So I mean, uh, I guess building and communicating and finding people that that you can connect with uh you know just being in creative environments you guys have like kind of a lot of artistic friends you work with like hip-hop artists or music artists you said you might do like some cd Mm. jacket designs and things of that nature i know like that that piece right back there that i've got hung up is a piece that keen did back in like what is that 2001 Something. something like that but that's like radio inactive and that's the japan only release so keen has done cd jackets and shit before i know that dude
0: yeah, yeah, I know <laughs> that guy too, man.
1: Yeah. He used to be he used to be really cool until he started doing high art and shit. Oh. No, I, I can't even text him anymore. It happens. <laughs> that it fucking happens. guy. <laughs> yeah, fucking guy. Uh, so, th- I mean, how's the art community out here? Are you guys finding, like like, I met both of you at the same time at an art event after going to another art event with a bunch of, like, other artists, so I'm feeling like, oh, man, it's pretty good out here, but do you guys find there's a lot of creative types out here?
3: It's uh, a little early for me to say, really, but the vibe I'm getting is people are going to lift each other up. We're here to support each other. It's it's a small-ish community, but we're all, like, the more I meet people, the more I see how connected it is. It's great. I mean, that kind of exists in any like huge city, but, uh, I think out here because being an artist is quite of a struggle that we're more like empathetic and more willing to like prop each other up. So
1: now for me, you know, I, I I think that my kind of analytical instrument is, fine-tuned to some degree like you know i know when graffiti is dope i know when it's some toy shit i know like i've been reading comic books my whole life so i know when there's like a weird tangent like oh that line intersects with this line the wrong way that shit doesn't look tight i also know when it's like people are doing art and it's like oh that looks like this person's art it's kind of derivative you know and that's just not even being like a uh, a trained or educated you know artist at all what do you guys think about the current state of, like, art? Like, I go on Instagram, and I'm like, damn, all these fools look pretty fucking tight. A lot of it seems like I've seen a similar style before, but, like, yo, there is, like, a million fucking artists out there. It's got to be difficult for you to navigate mm-hmm. in terms of standing out, but, like, what are your general thoughts? And feel free to hate all you want if you think <laughs> that's just whack. Yeah, okay. Like, I I, I, I'm all for that. I think people should you know have crit i think i think anything that you love you should be critical of they, like, of it, course. like yeah, yeah. just rampant fandom is kind of ridiculous and and if you've got like i understand people don't want to put negativity out in the world but i also just want people to be like no nah, that fool's that fool's trash you know what i mean yeah. like some shit is just trash and derivative and i see it all the time you 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 can hear it very easily mm. with music it's like oh this sounds exactly like this other mm-hmm. shit mm-hmm. like we were talking about the lo-fi beat movement, right? A lot of those lo-fi cats, you hear a thousand beats and you don't know who's who because nobody has a voice. You know, it's just doing the same aesthetics. What do you guys think? What's whack? What's dope? What's what's going on with art in general?
3: Go for it. Damn. Uh, like you said, a lot of it is derivative. A lot of it, I think that's always been the case. Uh, especially in the illustration scene. There's a lot of, there's just like, there's like a tried and true formula that works and then people are gonna exploit that for a minute. Uh, but then when you start doing like something wild, you're either gonna get no work or all the work. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, it's exciting. I think there, it's exciting. There's a lot of new shit happening. And I think people are, are taking more risks now because people are just more able to expose themselves online Hmm. um but you got to be good work and like the one thing i have a hard time getting behind uh, is like art that is like intentionally bad okay you know what i mean like where it's like it's a poor drawing of like something as somebody who went like through four five years of art school to like it just frustrates me but then i had to recently i've found a love for it Recently, I've like turned that part of myself off sure. where I get so enraged by it. But <laughs> I get it.
1: No, like um, I was like, how the f- how
3: why? Like I'm yeah, sitting here I'm, spending like. I'm eight
2: the same. Hours. Like, I don't get enraged, but it's still like really certain. Shit but that's is. like the high end. They want it, they want it to look like you're not skilled, mm. but
1: it's trash. Yeah I it's mean. Fun like uh we used to do a lot of culture jamming work which meant a lot of wheat pacing a lot of stencils with political messages and shit so when banksy really started blowing up and being considered like super high art to the point where it's like there was a piece here and somebody was like oh that might be a banksy and so the governor was like well if it's a banksy then it's we got to preserve it and keep it and i'm just like yo that's some real wild bullshit. you know what i mean it goes from being graffiti being like this terrible scourge to the city um, and, and, and the beauty that the city's supposed to have, this clean palette, to like, oh, if this is a graffiti artist that sells for millions of dollars, then we've got to preserve it, even though it's just fucking stencil with a political message. And so, like, for a long time, I was just like, yo, fuck Banksy shit then. You know what I mean? It's not his fault, but it's kind of the art, the community around it. And then there became, like, this whole tide of stencil artists stencil based artists and some of those fools were tight multiple layers stencil works and some of them were just like derivative versions of banksy and and that was a wave that was happening like what fucking 15 years ago yeah. like 10, twelve, ten, oh, 12 10 at least 10 years ago it was mm. going down but as far as like the bad art shit goes like a neck face right like neck face his throw up is kind of like punk it's just like not graffiti but you know, neck but <laughs> neck face is tight but people that are like yo if neck face can be like intentional like just intentionally not work on his hand style then I can just write not okay yeah. and then it's it's okay so I, I get it like you, you each art artist has to be judged by their own artistic merit I suppose
0: it's I, I think like it's more about the issue of like what where the um the perspective goes on where you see how like where you put the modern art is in this situation because or for example like Banksy's like it's just he's just an stencil artist but um, the the reason he got so famous is w- it was about the messages, like what well, he's diff- like de- delivering to all the mm-hmm. uh, society and the people, or the other graf- graffiti artists who felt that was cool. St- like it's, I don't really want to say um, they're copying it, but they were just learning from that. Right, it, it's it's the um, step going through de- developing themselves to be an artist as him himself. Mm-hmm. So I I don't really think that as a bad negative uh, phase. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's like a natural thing to happen when when something good shows up and all the other part wants to like goes up like wants to rise up in the same level, right? Sure. And um, like Eric said, when you see like bad art on Instagram or any other art form, it's I think it's just like for for us like as an an artist it's just like to focus on our own art that's that's more important it's like not being influenced by it but focusing on like what you can do and what kind of message you want to deliver like just focusing on that and showing that expressing that yourself as yourself is more uh efficient in some point
1: i mean to a large degree it's always been like art critics that kind of decide what is good and what's bad oh and shit yeah. right like basquiat like <laughs> somebody in that kind of like high art society was like this kid is brilliant we must yeah. you know whatever accent that was but yeah. then all of a sudden it's like people start appreciating his art and seeing the value in it so whatever works man art you know, do do your damn thing how how uh, how would you describe your art that's a difficult question. Like, is, can, yeah. can you can you use? Uh, I don't I don't know if there's like technical terms. If you're like, oh, mine is a postmodern contemporary no, I'm not gonna, nihilist. Uh, uh, no. Okay. I don't I, know I can, if that I works. can
3: Speak to like maybe or, inspiration uh, okay. um, that influences my art. So going back to like why Japan, why Tokyo? Uh, grew up as corny as this is, you know, the usual story. Anime kid, fucking watching manga i've got manga a dragon tattoos ball man. tattoo yeah oh you know, can i see it yeah it's like it's shenron oh man that's
1: tight yeah. i was a dragon ball kid too yeah so before like, it was cool and
3: i spent like all my time drawing manga and i was like had this in my mind i was gonna be next hot manga artist but then i'm then i was like you're white dude you're not gonna make <laughs> I it mean, out here. <laughs> i mean i could do it but like I, why not just anyways that that, that fascination though. became more about the culture itself and learning about Japan. And when I came out here I was just like, okay, I gotta spend more time out here. And so my art's kind of like definitely it's character driven. There's influences of that. It's not like I'm not drawing like the bugged out eyes and stuff, but like the forms and shapes. I'm I spend a lot of time focusing on color, combinations, color theory and composition. That's my that's what I like lose myself in, just like making sure something is like looks fucking nice and then it generally turns out to be something that's more of a narrative twist so there's like something happening that tells a story rather than like a conceptual thing that's like i don't know a lot of illustration illustration is like a concept mine's more of a story kind of thing so if and then it's like i'm also influenced by street art and hip-hop and all this so it's like it I've been told I have a very like distinct style it is hard to talk about like you don't I just do it I just make the work and then it seems to look cohesive I guess well I think it
1: looks tight like when I saw both of your arts I was like man these fools are fucking tight (laughs) like it's it's one of those things like uh, I find myself surrounded by some really talented people all the time and I was just like these fools just like they start off and the paper's blank, and then they come away with this ill-ass shit. Like that's dope.
3: Yeah, that's the most daunting thing looking at mm. that blank
0: canvas. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like a dictionary. Right? Yeah. Then, like what? Yeah. What, when I when I first saw Eric's work through like go, like going through his Instagrams, like what I actually felt was like his color was really rich. Like his palette is way above like my palette because I'm I'm pretty um I how to say, captured by my own few colors and even if i try to use like different colors and like like explore myself i always ended up in like almost the same yeah, yeah thing so that's that's what i actually really admire about eric's work and his style is really um well eric said it's not really he can't really like you know uh it but i think it's really, really post like new in in some point like stylish mm. Like for like yeah. magazine illustration, like perfectly matches.
1: It's really varied too. There's a lot of different. Like you're not just doing like simple caricatures or like photorealistic pieces or something. Mm. There's a lot of variety in both of your artworks. Mm-hmm. Like if you scroll through your website or or your page, it's like there's this style, there's this other style, and um, but they're distinctly. There's something that unifies uh, your your approach. Uh, even through various, both of you, something that unifies your your art, even though it's like some of your shit is just like a f- you know uh, a very kind of photorealistic uh, sketch, and then other shit is just like you know more abstract. Or I, I don't but have. But it looks like work. his stuff, right? Yeah, but, yeah, it, exactly. but you know,
0: so I. I how think would you describe your work? I Jay? think what I. How how I describe my work? Um, it's definitely I, I've been exploring myself a lot. for for like finding my style um i've been i've been doing animes i've been drawing mangas and realistic while i was in studying fine arts but in the the problem was well uh, when i was trying to paint or draw something was the problem the biggest problem was like what what i was going to draw or paint Hmm. not more than how and because I was so into street art and street cultures and anything related to that, I was actually like self—how uh, do you say—hypnotizing me myself. Is that right? Like just controlling myself. Sure. Like I should I should paint or draw something related to that. What I like. So if if you go through my Instagram, uh, most of them are really to hip-hop or sneakers or maybe pretty ladies something like that I know the vibes. (laughs) yeah yeah most of them like that but um or in the way how I wanted to show them was like in some point there's gonna be like pop art style something poppy like using strong colors or strong brushstrokes or but recently I had some thoughts that I wasn't really enjoying when I was painting those. Well, I do do enjoy, I, I do like it, but when... There,
1: there's something else to be desired, like yeah. something missing.
0: And um, it's something that I have to really like find out from now, I guess. It's, I think I'm at that, that phase, like I really have to define myself to like see like what kind of artist I want to be or what kind of art I want to draw or do in any art form so yeah that's it's hard. hard yeah it's gonna be <laughs> yeah, a struggle for so a, like yeah. for all lifetime time for any artist it but. should be i mean like
3: i feel like if you're never if you stop learning then just stop in general you should always be Definitely, a student yeah. you should never feel like you're the shit and walking around like i mean yeah be confident in yourself and stuff and i am confident and where you're confident because you're putting this work out there but like also just be
0: learning all the time, be open to like changing. uh, Yeah. You said in the beginning, like I don't want to be comfortable, like what I'm doing, you know, like if you're in that zone, you're never, you're never going to be better. You should be. Yeah. You see people that just like a lot of artists, they,
3: they get that fame off of this one formula. And then, then you see their whole career stagnant. It just becomes like a straight line. There's no more growth. And then it's just, they become irrelevant. So I don't know if like, That's not what
2: what I learned is once you have your art as a product, you have to have that same style so that people start recognizing it. And then, you know, in the gallery life, if you try to change the the gallery owners won't let you. You, You're painting a square. You have to keep painting that square over and over and over again so that that product is recognizable and it could be sold. Um, So there's no real growth in that kind of art world. Like, if you want to start doing things for yourself, you have to forget about art galleries, yeah. you know, especially the high-end ones. Because like, I've seen artists do that where, where they have to, you know, you're painting this style, you have to keep doing that. And then at some point, they'll start rebelling in that style where they'll put messages and they're like, oh, I'm sick of doing this. Or they'll have, like, a chain connected to a ball representing, mm-hmm. you know, you're stuck in that yeah. style.
3: Yeah. I i i agree with that but i also think like you have to do that similar work for a while and then then you hook them in and then i feel like maybe you can like you're saying switch it up a little bit on them because yeah but you have to grind you have to be for yeah, years yeah yeah yeah
1: so what is what would be like uh not an end goal but like uh where would you feel as though like okay this is this is the the journey I'm trying to get to this place. Where, where is that place? Ooh. I mean, I'm gonna say <laughs> these like, are these yeah. are the things that I, I but would it, like. To, it, but it's but such I mean, a hard like, is it you know, question to answer? More or less, is, is this, like I would like to live off of my art by doing this. Like yeah. by by you know every couple of months I do a mural or every co- like my clothing line you know makes me a millionaire well, I, I and I could all just artists, do art
2: like we. Want we to don't wanna we it. don't
1: wanna we don't wanna chase
2: the client. We want mm. the client to come to us. Of course. Oh, yeah. Ah.
3: yeah. that's true. Oh, yeah. And also just let's be real, we wanna like support ourselves just off doing that. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the end goal to you know I'm thinking about family life, you know, and I'm just like, if I could just fucking do that and have family, right now I can barely feed myself on my own shit, so you know it, That is the end goal And I hate to say it In a monetary way But I was, okay So making Making money But also like Doing the work I want to do Word And like you said Coming People coming to you To do it
0: Prime goal Yeah, yeah.
1: Word Definitely Yeah that would be tight I mean if If mm-hmm. somebody asked me about Like with the podcast too I'd be like Yo if I could just Do the podcast And people came to me To do the podcast And I just made money Off that shit I guess that would be Fucking pretty tight yeah. Word but okay, I mean, I, I don't. I I, d- I I invited you guys here because I I had we had some really good conversations. Um, there was a guy who came up, and it seemed as though he wanted us to give him the the path to to get his fashion line going. And he, oh, do you remember oh that guy? That dude. Adam, Adam, yeah. <laughs> great great guy. I think he was a great guy. But he 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 seemed to. In our conversation with him, I got the expectation that like he wanted us to like break down to him what barrier he needed to understand and over to in order for his clothing line to become mm. successful. And the way that I took it, and I don't know the guy except for outside of this conversation, uh, I mean within this conversation, was it like, yo, you've only been doing your clothing line for like uh, two years or years? Like it's it seems kind of like unlikely and improbable that you would be find like tremendous success within this amount of time regardless of who you Mm. met or who you think you're better than and um because we we got into a lot of conversations about um the the commodification of art and in 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 a lot of things and that's kind of why i wanted to bring us in here together because shit i didn't even say what the podcast is about we are we are (laughs) a hip-hop And creative culture podcast, meaning like primarily we focus on hip hop and primarily we focus on Tokyo. But within that, all creative art forms, whether it's, you know, um, explosive body gestures and dancing or writing on a wall or I don't know, like fucking selling food uh if it's dope it's dope and and i wanted to get us all in here today because i was just curious myself of the life of an artist you know uh, i've got a lot of artistic friends that do a lot of things similar to what you do keen is one of my best friends out here and just watching his journey i know that it's filled with you know adversity and difficulty in trying to manage that life and i frustration I think yeah i think it's really admirable to continue down that path but i don't, I don't really know uh, the type of questions to be asking an artist and and, and to get like as a, like, okay describe your art like what should i say like you, you know what i mean you can't describe through a through a like an audio medium exactly how you guys are artists what, what should i say like d- describe your art but as a food <laughs> you know I what mean, I, mean, I mean you're just making it more poutine, complicated you know? yeah i think the first question was better
3: um uh, i think it's is, good is for, it even worth to ask that no question, it is though? i think it's good for us to like stop and talk pizza, about man. it and <laughs> think about pizza?
1: it oh that sounds delicious pizza. what do you got like poutine,
3: poutine, poutine Canadian, yeah. with like poutine a, and,
1: i don't know, know maybe like some beer battered korean fried chicken in there I fuck with that. (coughs) that I like that you came in here drinking. This used to be a really (laughs) drunk. This used to be a really drunk podcast, actually. And I stopped drinking like two years ago. But before that, oh my god, we used to get smashed. Yeah, I think the the one podcast that I was on, we were all just... With I Mike know Supes. I was yeah. Mike Soups, yeah. and Omen oh, 4-4, right. yeah. we got yeah. super drunk. And that was like one of the last times I got really drunk. <laughs> it was my birthday, I think, like a, the oh, day before right. or the yeah. day after. And we started drinking at 1 in the afternoon, and we were drunk as shit until like 5 in the Didn't morning.
2: Didn't we go... Yeah, we went out to... We uh, went to a party, yeah, and, um, yeah, the yeah, hangout. The hangout.
1: And I was just like, what are all these frat boy European <laughs> guys doing here? What yeah. the fuck? And I was just super... Drunk and uh, I fell asleep on the bench for a while and Keen watched over me. Yeah. But yeah, I like that you're drinking. <laughs> I was I, I've got more beer in the fridge. If any, you're I drinking got, a beer too, yeah, thank yeah. thank yeah. You, you don't drink too man, man, you don't drink too much. No. Okay, yeah, it, it's just I just stopped But I like it's Saturday. Yeah, right? I like that, and it's oh, kind yeah. of a weird day. <laughs> yeah, the, this weather, this coronavirus shit. Ooh. You guys starting to get nervous about that? I'm getting a little no, bit more really, nervous it's about it.
3: Fucking my. Uh, job prospect shit up it's mm, like yeah that's, i'm trying to i was gonna go in part-time at this taco spot uh shout which, out to one? taco what? bar and parko okay um good spot oh, great spot which oh upstairs which, yeah right, yeah right, yeah right. the shibuya yeah. parko yeah okay yeah and it's uh super super authentic really good and i would i met the owner and i was like yo uh if you need help in the kitchen you know i'm at that point i'm just like i want a part-time thing while i'm doing it and uh, he's like, yeah, you know, like maybe next month it's uh, a little business is slow. I'm like, fuck. He's like,
1: We've got all these then, extra Coronas that nobody wants yeah. to buy for some reason.
3: And then I was going to do, I was talking about doing a show with uh, my boy Aryan, Aliens Worldwide, shout out. Uh, and we were going to do a pop-up thing. And the guy that was going to host us said, no, we're going to postpone it because we don't want
0: people rolling through so I'm like, fuck, yeah. Yeah. So
2: a lot of H- hard times for definitely. creative people right now. Well, I was yeah. actually
0: going to back flying back to Korea last week. But um, apparently J- Japan and Korea is kind of like in the edge. And they just like mm. blocked all the like flights and everything. Yep. Everything got canceled. So I'm not even sure how we can go back home right now. So that's fun. I yeah, <laughs> have so many have a lot of
3: friends coming from Toronto. Yeah, they had, they had like they had this shit scheduled way in advance and then they're messaging me like is it cool is it cool i'm like it's fine yeah but it's officially a pandemic now right
1: you know japan is you know much better off than even korea is right now Mm -hmm. or italy especially but man like uh, the way that this the way that the spread of the virus kind of like doubles every other day so if if it's four Mm -hmm. today then it's eight tomorrow then it's 12 you know it's like then it's 16 and so we're reaching that point where it's like the majority of us are probably going to get that shit Mm. but we'll be able to walk it off to Mm. some degree but it's no dap season like I'm not shaking hands no more we could do a little fist bump on the side and elbow make eye contact yeah as long as you don't we make respect any direct each other. contract mm.
0: yeah, like yeah it's mm. gonna be fine but you just it's have to like f- be cautious yeah. about that mm. so.
1: my wife works for the city and she told me that officially ike Bukuro last week had three people with the coronavirus uh-huh. and so if it's here then it's just going to be spreading the events are being thrown without like uh the sumo events like no crowd yeah. you know it's kind of nuts
3: the nba is suspended from bed yep
1: um they're not going to bring back the mcrib Ooh. Oh. No, actually, I made that <laughs> up, but everybody got serious <laughs> oh, after that. Like, Whoa. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty well. Yeah, imagine g-
0: what's going to happen with the Olympics, man. Yeah. That's a big yeah, question. It's still
1: up in the air, yeah. Mm. It's a big yeah. question. I mean, you cannot have the Olympics going on with a pandemic like this. There was like, no. estimating like 20 million people visiting Japan mm-hmm. for that shit.
2: Yeah, I was reading the, the if they cancel, it's a 12.
1: 12.6 billion dollar loss i thought it was going to be more than that because yeah, that was the original more than that. the original yeah. estimate was like 12 and then yeah. they like everything is going over budget by uh, billions of dollars shit. and so like i i heard they're approaching like 20 Fuck. billion dollars loss but imagine that right yeah, on the taxpayers back
0: crazy are still going to do it's it this guy this guy like he
3: went the hospital got tested and they're like just uh go home while you wait for your results and then he I went read to about a that. bar uh, started doing karaoke yeah, and yeah karaoke yeah, yeah, yeah. and he t- and you know. he was
1: telling people like yo i got coronavirus yeah day. yeah yeah, yeah. What and the then fuck? they
2: called they're like you're dude, come this pick this dude. fucker up like, what the fuck?
1: yo i think like legit that guy should have just got his ass beat like can you imagine that though yeah. like somebody should just beat that guy like
3: yeah, what were the people thinking when they he told oh, they, them they, that yeah
1: like, did yeah. they just leave Not the bar? That, They it's just crazy. let him go.
3: Like, hey, yeah. you just go home, whatever. Ride the train, right. infect them, self quarantine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just throw yeah. a garbage bag over him and kick him out. Like.
1: <laughs> Not his like his family didn't even like he was he told like his family members, like, Yo, I'm about to go spread the virus. And there was like Oh, okay, like pick up some highballs on your way back or like <laughs> That's crazy. I feel like that shit is almost like intentional, like manslaughter it's, charges should be pulled up immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Because people are going to be hurt and potentially die because of that shit. Yeah. Th- this like dude might be AIDS. okay
3: with it, but if somebody gets it because of him,
1: yeah. I don't know. If it, there's a there's, I started to feel like an air of kind of like panic behind it because, um, you know, I'm out of work right now. I'm not. I haven't been working for the last two weeks. Uh, you know, just you know, to be um, extra cautious. The, my school is being extra cautious, but they're talking about maybe even more of a quarantine. Uh, quarantine, and um, you know, like in Italy right now, like you're not even allowed to leave your house. No. Yeah. Right. And and I think that's going to happen th- throughout a lot of places in Europe. And I wouldn't be surprised if they start doing that in the United States. It sounds a little crazy, but if the if the um, if the virus spreads enough we could all be on some real like martial law quarantine type of shit did you guys buy a lot of toilet paper you guys good I'm, I'm i got like, enough i think I like like right. about like 2 months yeah i'm okay with yeah. the bidet, it's kind of shit like, so yeah, i went <laughs> to this i went
3: to this uh, mexican joint in um, Asakusa recently and as like we paid the bill the dude gives us two rolls of toilet paper Whoa. as like with a stamp of the of the restaurant i'm like that's good marketing oh, that's mm. dope. that's amazing ah. <laughs>
0: Seoul, Tokyo. People (laughs) survive, man.
1: Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, I I got a bunch of toilet paper, so I'm good.
3: I I, I can't believe it's that shit's happening in, like, I hear in Toronto, like, grocery stores are cleared out. I'm like, Mm. come on. Really? I get it, but also over there?
0: uh, Yeah,
2: it's happening in the US too. Toilet paper sold out. Mm.
0: I saw a a little picture on Facebook that um, people were selling out Corona's because. They weren't selling good, and they were just yeah. like giving out like toilet papers on that shit. Oh, wow. So like, you buy Corona, you get oh, extra well, toilet, toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's crazy.
1: I mean,
3: like wear the masks though.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. My my job like we're going back to work tomorrow uh, Monday, and they're like, yeah, you must wear a mask while you're teaching. I'm just like, oh, okay.
2: I mean, okay. Well, your school's opening up Monday.
1: Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, you know, we're we're in Ikawa, We're not like a oh. a regular ass school or oh. something. So. Yeah, we're like an after-school type of shit. So, but I mean, I don't know, guys. I, I feel I feel all right so far. Like uh, we're all young, and so it's unlikely Young-ish. that we'll perish. But still, be careful. Yeah. I don't know. Let's um. Let's go ahead and take a break. We can use the restroom, and we can um get extra drinks or whatever we <clears> need to do. And before we come back into part two of the podcast, where I'm going to ask a few more questions about your art and things of that nature, we're also going to do some musical shares and play a round of the Sound Cipher. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week. I am Mega of the Megalate Show, here with my trusty host, Keen Joaquin, the 3D King. Can you tell us where to find your, uh, find your stuff at, Keen? And what type of products you offer? Uh, you can hit me up at Keen Joaquin.
2: K E E N date W A K E E N. Uh, it's Instagram. I got my own site, Twitter, all that shit. Uh, do t-shirts, keychains, business cards, a uh, bunch of nice shit. Check it out.
1: And more social media from you guys, please. Uh,
0: this, this was Jay. Um, Instagram is cool Art. R Y O N G K O Art. And also, I have a website, Ryonko.com. R Y O N G K Just go check it out. Thank you. And
3: I am Eric Diott. You can find me at at E-R-I-C-D-I-O-T-T-E at Instagram. And then my website is E-R-I-C-D-I-O-T-T-E dot com.
1: All of those links will be in the bio. Uh, tune in next Tuesday for the second part of the podcast. I'm going to go out on this.
0: Yeah. Cool, man. Thanks guys were coming through like a uh